What is up? This is Take It or Leave It. Back at it on a Monday, just like the last episode, because Thanksgiving knocked us out. Yep. Cold. Not only did we forget to say we were going to take Thanksgiving off, I don't think we were expecting to take Thanksgiving off. We just did. Yeah, I don't think we were expecting to either, but we uh, had an Italian Thanksgiving at uh, Britt's mother's house, and it it knocked me out. Carb. Pasta. Overload. Yep. Not to mention, I did start the keto diet, and so I had been on it for about four or five days leading up to that Italian Thanksgiving, took the day off from keto. And it literally knocked us out. Like, we both oh, yeah. ate. I tried to stay awake, watch some football, but it knocked me out from the first to, like, the beginning of the fourth quarter. Yeah, well, I was literally trying to stay awake to, like, visit with family. <laughs> and I'm just at the table, like, nodding off. So I went and laid on the couch that was still in the family room. Gone. Just knocked out. Woke up to my grandma playing piano or something. <laughs> Good times, but uh, food was delicious. Back on keto diet, trying to trim off some of this chub chuba chuba hubbard (laughs) off my belly um anyways happy to be back we are not going to condense nfl and college together we're just gonna we'll catch up with nfl on thursday tonight is all college football baby last week of the regular season over going into championship weekend next weekend it's exciting time. Like it's, I mean, last week was was awesome because it was rivalry week. So rivalry weekend, great games on some comebacks, some blowouts, some a little bit of everything. It was a lot of fun. Some domination from Mr. Joe Burrow. Oh, buddy. Um, let's jump into some recap. So this week we are going to go through, and I know last week we kind of said uh, we're just going to kind of recap some news and some stories and about teams. But this week we are going to go over the rivalry games because. How can you not? Not just the rivalry games, but we'll go over some games from rivalry weekend. So the first one, one of the biggest, Ohio State at Michigan in the big house. Uh, Ohio State goes in and thumps them, 56-27. to 27. Uh, The game was a good game for a little bit, yep. briefly. Um, and then it just uh, it kind of fell apart for Michigan. It, it, their offense couldn't do anything, and their defense couldn't stop Ohio State. And that was all she wrote. They Ohio State kind of went from, I'd say maybe the second quarter on, and it was just kind of utter domination from from that point. Maybe late second quarter on, yep. uh, because it was towards the end of the first, yeah, towards the end of the first half is when they started they started dominating, and they continued to do so the whole second half. So not much to say about Michigan, I guess, except that oh, uh, that Shea Patterson actually played well, but his receivers just couldn't catch the ball. Oh, it was it was very bad. Peoples Jones was terrible. Yeah. Um, the defense obviously couldn't stop them. They actually did something great. Uh, I will commend their coaching job and their offensive line play. They contained Chase Young, and no one else has been able to. Yeah. Chase Young had zero tackles for loss, zero sacks. I don't know about QB pressures or hits, but he he really did not. He, he wasn't a factor in this game. And to me, that drops him out of the, tra- the Heisman race. Um, but, I mean, they contained him. They really game-planned against him, and they locked him down. So there you go. Good job, Michigan. There's our, our nice little statement yeah. about I Michigan. Mean, it, it, was, it was a tough day for Shea. It, he was 18 of 43. Oof. 18 of 43. Oof. And I would have to say, it, just going off the top of my head, at least 30 of those passes hit hands. 
Obviously, eighteen of them did. Sheesh. But I would. Would you say so? Yeah. You're saying eighteen, including or thirty, including those eighteen? Yes. So you're saying okay. I was like, another wait a minute. 12. This math. I don't know if this math adds no, up another, here. No, I would say another twelve at at the another very twelve minute, hit hands. If I can think. Oh. Back to the game. Yeah, rough game for 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 him. Not because he played bad. He played really well, but rough day for the receivers. Uh, Clemson again. Like I said, we're not going to do all just rivalry games. This game is not a rivalry game. Clemson, South Carolina. Um, I guess it. Well, no, that's not true. It is because they're both based out of South Carolina. I don't know why why I was thinking it wasn't. It is a rivalry game for them. It I was just thinking, seem like it because they they're not in conference to three. That and I was thinking rivalry games are mostly conference matchups, but yeah. Florida, Florida State's not, and that's right. a huge rivalry. So no, I mean it's an in-state rivalry. I apologize for that. Um, but yeah, no, it, it wasn't a rivalry because Clemson beat them thirty-eight to three. The South Carolina team, who's been really scrappy, had a couple upsets this year. Clemson's for real. I mean, they they looked bad at the beginning of the season, especially going into that, uh, coming out of that UNC game. Mm -hmm. And ever since, they've been utterly dominant. I would probably say, as far as well, like, you know, I've been talking about the whole Ohio State's kind of the best team in the country because they're the most well rounded. Mm -hmm. If I went based on that, Clemson might, in my mind, leapfrog LSU. I still think LSU is the best by far offense in the country. But uh, but Clemson's got a good defense. They got good special teams. Best coach in the country, in my opinion, in Dabo Sweeney. I think they're the most well-rounded team, not LSU. That being said, who would win between them and LSU? I have no idea. I think they should both be two and three, no matter who it is, so that they have to play each other in the playoff. Yeah. Um, what else? Georgia. That looked like a close game for a little bit. Georgia, Georgia Tech, right? For a while, it was like 17-7-ish. Uh, yeah. I mean, Georgia went up 17 nothing, and then Georgia Tech scored um, beginning of the second make it 17-7 and then the big brother gave the little brother a swirly yep the rest of the game yep that was their only score the entire game was was it georgia's only score georgia or only a couple i know was it georgia's only couple scores that 17 points what was the final score 52 to 7 i thought you said that 57 to 52 to 7 yeah you didn't say that maybe i don't know what we said it now 52 to 7 yikes yeah they kind of gave him a swirly in pee water (laughs) <laughs> it's pretty bad i know i'm sorry but it was that's, that's pretty bad sorry little brother uh, auburn little brother talk about little brothers yeah. auburn beats bama now we obviously kind of expected this could happen mm-hmm. um being that it was mac jones and not tua if tua had played much different story more than likely but tua did not mac jones played but that being said mac jones wasn't bad you know he he wasn't he wasn't good he wasn't too a quality right but I mean he threw for three hundred thirty five yards four touchdowns mm-hmm. and he was twenty six of thirty nine which isn't terrible I mean that's not a bad completion percentage right Najee Harris went off for one hundred forty six yards and a touchdown um, I believe they had two wide receivers at ninety eight yards or higher yeah so Rugs and Waddle both had uh, okay ninety nine for Rugs ninety eight for Waddle. Um, 80 for smith um i mean so i mean a lot of he spread the ball around really well waddle did score three of his four touchdown passes or received three of his four touchdown passes uh the other one went to rugs so i mean he actually played well but he did have two picks you take away if he could cut back on those mistakes he actually played a really good game and they probably win that game but um yeah that was really the the difference as far as throwing the football he his 
statistically, he wasn't much different from Tua besides the picks. Tua doesn't have the turnovers, you know what I mean? Um, but as far as throwing the football, he, he looked really good, and he, unfortunately, they couldn't get it done against Bo Nix and the Auburn Tigers. Even though Bo Nix had a inferior day, 173 yards passing and a touchdown. Yeah. So, I mean, this was mostly about defense for Auburn, I guess. But, I mean, I say that, because, but which sounds funny because Alabama scored 45. But um, when your offense doesn't produce much, Auburn's defense really picked up a slack by scoring two touchdowns. Yeah? Uh, mm-hmm. two, two pick, pick sixes. sixes. So, both interceptions resulted in pick sixes. One for being... 29 yards and the other for 100. So a hundred yard, which means that was a pick in the end zone. Yep. We're on the goal line. Yep. So huge mistakes by Mac Jones, but uh, yeah. So a twenty nine yard pick. So their their defense did their defense score more touchdowns than their offense, or the same amount? Same amount. Same amount of touchdowns as the offense, because the rest of their points it was four touchdowns, two by the offense, two by the defense. The rest were field goals. Yep. Is that what you were saying? Yep. Okay. Uh no, sorry. Um. Three touchdowns by the offense. Ah, okay. Bo Nix ran one in. Okay, so he ran one. He ran one, one through the one. running back, or did a running back run one yep. as well? Okay. Yep. Sean Shivers. Ooh, burr. <laughs> that should be his thing since his last name is Shivers. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's Gucci's thing already. Anybody got a sweater? Main. Because Shivers about to get cold up in here. Okay, moving on. Uh, Wisconsin beats Minnesota. Big rivalry there. Not only a big rivalry, but Big Ten championship berth on the line. Easton, take it away. Uh, so this was the the battle for Paul Bunyan's axe. And um, it actually... I'd rather have Paul Bunyan's flapjacks. <laughs> I'm just hungry, huge. though. <laughs> yeah, they'd be- no, oh. you can't have them on keto. Can't right now, but I can in about 20 days. Yep. Ish. But it was kind of a, a slow start for Wisconsin. Uh, quick, I think it was two plays in. Uh, Minnesota threw a deep ball, scored on Wisconsin. Just made them look um, soft, which, I mean, it, they kind of were. They had a true freshman in as a cornerback. They were kind of beat up. Um, but it, it was really um, a commanding win in the end by Wisconsin where they really took over in the third quarter. Big win, 38-17. Um put some emphasis on that big 10 appearance or, or I guess birth. Um, JT got- had a big day, uh, 76 yards and two touchdowns in the ground and then 39 yards and a touchdown via the air. So mm. he, uh, he had a good day. JTZ. Uh, Jack Cone, Jack Cone played good enough. <laughs> 15 of 22 and 280. So that's fantastic for him. Um, and Cephas was a monster who always is five receptions for 114 yards and a touchdown. Nice. Nice. Wisconsin going on to the Big Ten Championship to face the Buckeyes for the second time this season. The first time did not go their way, but this time could be different. It's, it's all different when, when a potential playoff berth is on the line. Like I was telling you before, if they beat Ohio State, the committee would have to consider Wisconsin. Yes, they have two losses, but if they beat the consensus number one team in the country, they would have to at least get consideration. I'm not saying they got to make it. I'm just saying they've got to be considered. Um, next up, LSU beats Texas A&M. So this, to me, could potentially be LSU's best win of the season because A&M, 
though they're not ranked, they they were ranked this season, and they played some really close, really tough games against some really good teams. Not necessarily coming close to beating these good teams, but but they were good games. They put up points on Clemson. They put up points on Bama. LSU almost beat Auburn. Almost beat Auburn. LSU puts a fifty bomb on them and actually the the thing we've been saying is their gaping hole their defense they held them to seven points Mm -hmm. 50 to 7 lsu once again looking like by far the best offense in the league joe burrow he could be running away with this heisman at this point or throwing away i guess and he wouldn't be throwing it away yeah throwing it away but throwing (laughs) himself farther in the lead he's yes. literally throwing himself with his arm wow it's pretty impressive i'd say he can't throw himself as far as you can trust you yourself that's the old saying something like that so he's very good 352 yards passing three touchdowns no picks yeah what was he 20 it was the stack because he had another huge day as far as completion percentage I've got it right here. 23 of 32. I mean, that's only nine completions on 32 balls. I mean, and then 352 yards, three touchdowns. He's he's phenomenal. His opponent played really, pretty well, too. You know, 10 of 30 for 92 yards and three picks. So that was a close QB battle. And that is Britt's sarcasm. Aha! <laughs> Laying it on thick for you. Sarcasm. But, uh, yeah, Joe Burrow played fantastic and actually now holds the SEC record for passing yards in a season. He sure does. Single season. He also came out with swag with the little tape over name. Did you see that? Burrow spelled like they spelled Go Tigers. E-A-U-X. Yes. I love it. Instead of O-W at the end. It was swaggy. I've got E-A-U-X. Was it taped on? Actually, I say that because I figured he just pulled it off for the I game thought it but was, a was, was it a jersey was that a jersey it the whole game to me like it was mm. just the jersey i was curious because i know they can they do those tape on sometimes just for for fun but it's it so cool yeah he, i like joe burrow i'd probably he buy looks that like jersey a, like he looks like a kid like yeah. in the face because he's he, he looks big and he's tall and he's got he's got you know he's fit got the, got the muscle whatever got the big arm he you, then he takes off his helmet and you're like are you late for six period you know middle school pe dude like get to class where's your hall pass like i don't know how he looks so young in his face i I don't get it i don't know i don't have quite the same reaction but let me find a picture i mean i've got his his picture (laughs) like i don't know you you look at tua and it's not like oh you're you look like a kid i mean he looks young but he looks like his age trevor lawrence he kind of looks a little young i guess Trevor Lawrence looks younger to me than Burrow does. Yeah, maybe. Uh, Jalen Hurts, he looks like a 30-year-old man. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I guess he's older than his age. Um, <laughs> anyways, you get what I'm saying. I think Joe Burrow looks very young, but he's... <laughs> so maybe he's the next Tom Brady. Yeah. It's Tom Brady, Goes remember forever. when he came into the league, he looked awful, but it was. Yeah. I think it was because he was still in his teenager, like, awkward stage at 23. Right. Or whatever how old he was when he came in 22, 23. Mm-hmm. Now he's hitting that age that he should have looked like when he was twenty seven. That's why he. Well, I can't say he's still in his prime because he's been pretty bad this year. But 
You're talking about NFL. It. No, I'm not. Be quiet. Okay. Florida crushes FSU 40 to 17. Watched a little bit of that game at our boy Damon's house. Wasn't fun to watch, actually. It was just an absolute. FSU is laughable, and Florida is just good enough to dominate a team that's laughable. So, I mean, it, it I mean, I will say this about Florida. I know I, I'm kind of my brand is to be a Florida hater, but I will say this uh, that kid, Tony, I don't know. What is his for? Is it? I don't know his it's first name. Kadarius. Kadarius. Kadarius Tony. Yep. Kid's a stud. And he hasn't played much this season because of, of injuries and whatnot. But the kid can flat out play. Uh, he had a couple plays that were just stupid. Did you see the one where he like ducked under the defender? I did. Oh, he like breaks down so low and then ducks under the defender and takes off for another 15, 20 yards. Uh, he can play. But he, I like I like watching him play. And I hate saying that because he's a gator. But um, he's a junior. I don't know if he's done enough this season to go out in the draft that he could stay for a senior year. But he's, I think he's good enough to go in the draft. So I don't know. We'll see. You want to talk about Oklahoma at all? Oklahoma, Oklahoma State, Oklahoma okay, State. State. I mean, because this was like my low key, like one that I've been watching all season that I've favored a few times. Okay, State. Yeah. Yeah, they are. They're tough to, to judge because they are so scrappy, but they're just not. And then they've got you know Chuba. Yeah, I would. I would say they're probably the top of the scrappy teams. That we that we always I agree the, the teams always throw in this in that scrappy category I'd say they're at the top yeah I agree yeah uh, Jalen Hurts has kind of come down off his class not not down like because he, he still played well he still had you know over sixty yards rushing one hundred six but he only had one hundred sixty three yards passing on thirteen of sixteen so they just really didn't pass the ball a lot they've kind of turned into a running team yep um, I mean because he ran the ball quite a bit their running back got twenty two carries he got sixteen carries both scored a touchdown apiece. Running back went for 160. So, I mean, 283 yards on the ground, you really don't need to pass the ball a lot. But um, I'm surprised they stuck to it, though, because it was a tough game at the beginning. So I thought they would throw the ball a little bit more, but they stuck to it, got the 34-16 dub, and uh, they're still you know, they're still in a position to potentially land in the playoff. If some crazy stuff happens, don't think it's going to happen. But, I mean, they're, they're close enough. They're going to be around 6 or 7 still like they are right now, and... Um, I just don't think they're good enough in any phase of the game. I don't, I don't think their offense is good enough. I don't think their defense is good enough. Uh, I mean, sometimes their offense looks good enough, but um, I don't know. What's your take on, on Oklahoma at this point? Because they look like the hottest team in the country, what, through five weeks maybe? Something like that, yeah. Right now, I, th- I think they've they've kind of been found out, if yeah. you will. And just, okay. They're, like, obviously, they're still going to beat teams like Oklahoma State. But it isn't that commanding of a win as they were having in the beginning of the season. Yeah, true. But so, so if you said, okay, they play LSU, they play Ohio State, they play Georgia, they play Clemson, you wouldn't take them against any of those teams, no. right? I, 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 nope. I didn't. Maybe Georgia, you could say that'd be a good game, but I'd probably still take Georgia. Yeah, I would still take Georgia. Yeah, I mean, it'd be to me, I think that'd be a good game. Yeah, but yeah, no, I, I don't think they're. Yeah, don't think they're there. I mean, Alabama, I don't even think they would win against Alabama. Well, with, with Tua, but with Mac Jones, they, yeah, that's true. They probably would because I, I probably I still would take Mac Jones over, over uh, Oklahoma. Would you? Because yep. I wouldn't. Because I'm thinking I, w- I probably wouldn't take Auburn over Oklahoma, and Auburn just went and beat Mac Jones again. There's some controversy in that game, so I don't know. I'd probably take Oklahoma. Uh, that'd be a good game. 
Oklahoma against Alabama right now. Mm. Oklahoma against Bama with Tua, not a very good game. <laughs> um, anywho, I think that does our wrap-up. That does it for our wrap-up. So we're going to move right along into Heisman Watch. Uh, I went ahead and did five on my list this week. I did uh, want to trim this down to three eventually. But um, we got to keep it at five this week. I just think it's only right. There's some players really lighting it up. So uh, you want to you want to go first? Uh, yeah, my number one is Joe Burrow. Hey, spelt with the E A U X. Hey, um, forty six, fourteen yards on the season, total yards on the season, um, forty seven touchdowns, and a seventy eight point three percent completion rate. So he's incredible. Year. He's absolutely incredible. Yep. I actually, for the first time, I think this is the first time this season. Um, he's ahead of Hertz. He's yards. ahead of Hertz. Hertz for me, but I don't have yards. I don't have EAUX. I have the OW regular OW Burrow. Oh. Joe Burrow OW. Okay, as um, your one or as your two? As my number one. Okay, my number two. Uh-huh. I have EAUX Joe Burrow. Oh. Um. I mean. I don't know if you've heard his stats this season, but 78.3 completion percentage. Wow. 44 touchdowns just through the air. Okay. Six interceptions, which, you know, it happens. Mm -hmm. But through a whole season, six picks on 12 games. Yeah. And 248 rushing yards with another three rushing touchdowns. Um, Who do you got, number two? Number two... Do you not have a number two? Did you? Because you didn't have to have five. How many? I I've got four, but it was just to keep up with stats, just because I've been watching them all year. Okay, go for it. But the next one was Hertz. I had for forty five hundred sixty four yards, uh, total yards, forty nine total touchdowns, and seventy one point nine percent. I will be honest. I do have Hertz on my list, but not at two, um, not at three either. My number three is Joey Burrow, uh, quarterback LSU. Um, 78.3 completion percentage. Uh, I mean, gosh, the yardage, 4,300 yards passing, 44 touchdowns, six picks. I mean, it's incredible. Okay. And he adds three rushing touchdowns on 248 yards rushing. Um, he's just been ridiculous this yeah. year. Who's your number three? Well, my number three was Fields, just because we've been watching him as well. Yeah, yeah, he he's got the good stats. 3,124 yards, total yards, uh, 47 total touchdowns. And sixty-eight point two percent completion rate. Very nice. I like Fields a lot. I, I actually he didn't he didn't make my list this this week, which is funny. The first like, time during this week's game, as like he threw a touchdown and the announcer's like he solidified himself in the Heisman watch race. Yeah, yeah, like or uh, Heisman race. <laughs> like in, he's given himself consideration or something like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, my number four is um, I don't know if you've been keeping up with. LSU, but they're playing really well. Uh-huh. Joseph Burrow, okay, their quarterback. I mean, a sixty-three point five. No, I can't even say it right now. Seventy-eight point three completion percentage, forty-three hundred yards, forty-four passing touchdowns. That's impressive. Only six picks on the season, and then he threw in three more rushing. I can't do it. I have solidified my list down to two people. To me. And it's Joe Burrow, <laughs> all four of his personalities, and Jalen Hurts. I agree with Jalen Hurts. He would be my number two, I guess, or my number five, depending on however you look at it. 
because Hurts, the only reason, I almost just said Joe Burrow all the way. Like, I'm not considering anybody else. But again, he's got the 31 touchdowns, six picks. So, I mean, you know, 71. The completion percentage isn't close to Burrow. The passing yards isn't close to Burrow. The passing touchdowns isn't close to Burrow. Same amount of picks. He's Um, got more total touchdowns than Burrow. He does. And that's where it keeps him in. I mean, he's got, where it's incredible. 18 rushing touchdowns. Uh,. Really? Wow. I didn't realize it was 18. 18 rushing touchdowns. 1,200 yards rushing. Yeah. On a 6.2 average. And something happened this weekend. Remember how I've been all year I've been saying, oh, he's got a catch for 21 yards. Yeah. He now has two catches for 25 yards and a touchdown. So he's got a receiving touchdown. A receiving touchdown to his name. So if you add that 19 extra touchdowns and receiving and rushing he's got an even 50 on the season to burrows what 47 Mm -hmm. so i had to keep him up there but i finally have now jumped to your side where burrows passing ability where of course he's the best quarterback right now without Tua being there in the nation hurts still is explosive but he just hasn't been as explosive as as burrows been the past just weeks. what Burrow's doing, even if it is just a simple quarterback, is so impressive. It's incredible. The yards he's putting up, the completion percentage, the touchdowns, the lack of turnovers yeah. against good football teams the past yeah. few weeks. So I'm with you. You pulled me over finally. Well, I guess Joey Burrow pulled me over. And uh, that's had, my Heisman watch. Had, oh, yeah, sorry. And <laughs> number four. Because you went with your four and your five. Sorry. No, you're okay. Four, I had just JT just to keep up with the stats because I'm so sad. <laughs> oh, so sad. Oh, JT. Uh, 62 total yards on the season. So not bad. Almost 2,000 total yards? Yeah. That's good. And 25 total touchdowns. How many rushing yards? Uh, 1,700. So he had 200 yards receiving. So he's actually had a cool, like, quietly good year yeah like he could potentially with this it was bowl actually game his worst average uh per year per average, rush yes average rush was six yards three per carry yes there you go and his first year was 6.6 second year was 7.1 i think wow so it was well, worse but what's funny though is he could still because like when you look at his stats from previous years mm-hmm. those are including you know championship games bowl games yeah so he could potentially still finish the season with 2,000 yards rushing. Yeah. Over oh. 25 touchdowns. He could. 1,700 yards, 300 yards, 150 per game. He yeah, could do it. Yeah. Because you have a bowl game. Championship game and yeah, the bowl game. You have your yep. or Big Ten championship and then a bowl game. Like he could finish the season with over 2,000 rushing yards. After mm-hmm. all season, we've been like, hey, he's kind of being quiet. Yeah. And he has been, but he's approaching 2,000 rushing yards. Right. Yeah, he's incredible. Um, so that's our Heisman watch, and that's our show. Psych! It's the time for the money, 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 money. There it is. <laughs> Hopefully. <laughs> Speaking of, shout out to Colin Tull with the sick money sound. Cha-ching! Uh, Ctaudiodesign.com. Dot com. Hit him up. He's the man. Let's get into the money time. Three Bs. Easton's going to take it away with a recap of last week. Um, go. Last week, uh, number two, Ohio State 
went to Ann Arbor, Michigan, number 13, Michigan. We already talked about this game. Ohio State uh, destroyed them, and we each had Ohio State winning. Uh, Ohio State was favored by eight when we made these picks. We each chose Michigan in the points to keep it close. Good game. Was not. So we were each one for two there. Michigan sucks. Yep. Actually, they don't. They haven't been terrible this year. No. Yeah, they stink against Ohio State. That is for sure. Uh, but who doesn't right now? Next game was Alabama at Auburn, and Alabama was favored by four points. I said, give me that. And Britt said, Alabama and Swallow Alabama them points. Cover. Swallow them points, man. And don't be I afraid. I said, Auburn to win, and Auburn in the points, and I got both of those correct. Easton busted me up. So I'm and 0-2 there. Final yeah. game was Wisconsin at Minnesota. Wisconsin was favored by 2.5. We each took Wisconsin to win and in the points, which they did handily. So we each got both correct there. So that puts Britt. Easton with a big week. Huge week for me. Britt was 3 for 6, and I was 5 for 6. So only catch up by 2 on you. So that puts our totals at... Britt dropping slightly to a 62.8. I'll take it. <laughs> Last week you were 63.5. So. What is the total? Like the out of 113 number? picks. How many did I get right though so far? Oh, 71 of 113. 71 out of 113. And you're... 66 of 113. You're, cl- you're catching up though. 58%. 58%. Um, so you grew a little bit. What were you yeah. last week? Last week I was 57. I, I like it. A whole percentage. That's tough. Yeah. I like it. Huge week for Easton. Uh, we both hope to have big weeks this week. I mean, we would have made you guys so much money. We would have made ourselves. I say this every week. Yeah. We would make ourselves so much money. We're making more than we're losing. That's for sure. If we were, if we were making. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Here we go. Week fifteen, three Bs, otherwise known as Championship Weekend. Here we go. Number nine, Baylor. Versus number seven, Oklahoma. This one is in Texas, but it is a neutral site. Oklahoma is favored by eight. Who do you got? Uh, I'm going to take Oklahoma to win, and I'm going to take Oklahoma in the points. Ooh, okay, so slight difference for me. I'm going to take Oklahoma to win, but give me Baylor in the points. Baylor's been playing real good football. I would not be shocked if they beat Oklahoma, but I don't think they've got the firepower to do it. I think Jalen Hurts has a big game here. Oklahoma to win, Baylor, and the points. Number four, Georgia, is taking on this hot LSU team. This could be, I mean, technically, if you think about it, this is a playoff game. because, Well, the way I look at this is if Georgia loses, they're done. If LSU loses, they could still get in if it's a close loss because mm-hmm. they would only have one loss on the season and they've just they've proven themselves. Right. So this is not a huge... I mean, it's a big game for both teams, but not as big for LSU. So Georgia's going to come out fighting. Number four, Georgia. Because number two, LSU in Atlanta. Neutral side again, but it's in Georgia, obviously. So Georgia has a little bit of a of help there. LSU is favored by seven and a half. I am going to say Georgia is gone. No playoff hopes for Georgia. Give me LSU to win. Give me LSU in the points. I like them a lot, especially after this past weekend. What do you got? I have LSU locked in to win and to cover. Uh, Georgia just 
has been kind of struggling to where I think two weeks ago against AM they won like 19-13 or something like that. Something close to that score. And we just watched LSU blow out AM 50-7. It seems like they're getting better and better every week. LSU and they've played for sure. It almost seems like their best games have been against Joe Burrow's best games have easily been been against the best teams. Yeah. So yeah, it's it's hard to not take LSU at this point. So uh, greens there all around. Last but not least, we picked both these teams last week, and now they play each other for a second time. Number one, Ohio State, very impressive football team against number twelve, Wisconsin. This will be in Indianapolis. Ohio State is favored by sixteen and a half, which I think is very close to what they were favored last time. What? Do you have here? Actually, it would technically be my turn. It doesn't matter. No, it's your turn. I have Ohio State winning, but Wisconsin in the points. I think we did that last time, didn't we? Uh, possibly. I can look. I'm also going to do the same. I think it's tough for me to say that because Ohio State's been so dominant. That's exactly what we both took last time. Ohio yeah, State that's what I thought. Do we Wisconsin do it again? Shame on... Fool me once, shame on you. Ohio Fool me State twice, was shame by on me. Fourteen at the time. Fourteen at the time, so yeah. it's a little worse this time. Um, so we got a little bit more give. I'm gonna, oh, I'm gonna do the same. Ohio State to win this game, Wisconsin and the points. I think it's a much better game this time around. I think Ohio, I think Wisconsin has, again has more to play for. Ohio State. Might have their eyes on on the playoff. Wisconsin just wants to knock them off. I'm going to do the same. Wisconsin in the points, but Ohio State to edge them out um, in a really good Big Ten showdown. Once again, man, if you guys can pull that off, you never know what could happen. Yeah. Because think about it. Let's say LSU beats Georgia, Georgia drops out. You guys beat Ohio State. Even if Ohio State doesn't drop out, who jumps up? Yeah. Are they really going to say that the Florida team with no impressive, like really impressive wins, at least no impressive wins like Ohio State goes in, or Oklahoma, who has who has a couple unimpressive losses? You know what I mean? Like I, I don't know. It's something to think about. It's all I'm saying. You got anything else before we go? Yeah, I would just say that if Ohio State losses, LSU would jump up to number one. Uh, of course. And if they win, Clemson of would probably jump to number two. I agree. And then Ohio State would probably fall in at that three spot. I think they stay three. Yeah. Because, I mean, who else you got? You got Georgia, Utah, Oklahoma, all one-loss teams. I think you guys could take four over, even if those teams still— well. If Oklahoma goes in and beats Baylor pretty handily, I think they take it. And I don't think I think it'd be hard because you'd be a two-loss team, mm-hmm. but you'd have Alabama's a two-loss team. Uh, Alabama's two done. Team. Florida's done. I think you would be at that point with two losses and a win over Ohio State. You'd be the only two-loss team that has an argument. But the problem is you've got a couple. I think I think you'd have a better argument than a one-loss Utah. I think you'd have a better loss than a one loss. Who am I missing here? Oklahoma or Baylor. Oklahoma or Baylor. Yeah, definitely yeah. than Baylor. Georgia. Over, I think you have a better argument than a one loss Georgia. I think you'd. Well, Georgia's going to be. It would be a two loss Georgia at that point. So, better argument than them, of course. I think your tough spot would be if Oklahoma goes in and beats Baylor pretty handily. That'd be the tough argument. Mm-hmm. 
is that you know Oklahoma does have a bad loss, but it's only one. Whereas you guys have, it'd be tough. It'd be tough. We have to see what happens. It's gonna be a great weekend of football. I don't think we're making playoffs. I think we'll get a great bowl. I game. think if you win, just like you said, if you win, LSU wins. <laughs> you put Oklahoma has yeah. to barely win, or that or lose because I think you have a better argument than a one-loss Baylor, in my opinion. Hmm. So you should be rooting for Baylor to win, and then, I mean, Florida's not playing, so they're out. Alabama's not playing. You're a better two-loss team than them if you beat Ohio State. Alabama's not playing. You're a better two-loss team than them. It, I'm not saying it would happen. I'm just saying it could be a real conversation if all that happens. If if Baylor wins, if LSU wins, and if you guys win, who watch out. That'd be an interesting conversation. We'll have to see where, where the chips fall. Interesting. Let's see what happens. That's all we got for today's show. You guys are great. Please hit us up at Take It, Leave It, BH on Twitter or insta yep um, thanks for the votes for this past week's yep. uh three b's we'll put them up again yep that was fun to see the uh alabama auburn game was exactly 50 percent to 50 percent and it was votes. a good game for it because it oh, was yeah. a, it was back and forth the whole game yep um you guys are great once again that's all we got take it or leave it love you guys peace take it or leave it